0: PG Academy Presents Rot Iron Mast. A Dungeon's & Dragons 5th Edition Actual Play Starring Michael as Aramie Mott, Scott as Dane Seaborn, and Matthew as Cassandra Ziegengeist. Featuring Caleb, your Game Master. This actual play is supported by BattleBards.com. And a minute later, this boiling surge of emotion comes out of this bulbous thing. And you see, you can't even count, dozens, scores of small, wriggling, writhing things pouring down the outside of this shape. And actually moving down the tentacles, moving towards the island. The firebrands react immediately and start uh, trying to target these new shapes. But there's too many of them. There's, there, there might be hundreds by this point. They're moving so fast and the light is so poor that you really don't know what's happening. Arami, you see this as well, but you are behind all of it. So this is happening in front of you.
1: Pick the wrong week to quit drinking.
0: <laughs> so I am on the dock,
1: essentially behind this creature because it's gone past me. So I'm either to its left or to its right. Some of the tentacles have landed on the dock, breaking or destroying portions of it. Can I use the dock to get back to the ocean or back to the beach? Or is it at some point broken completely?
0: The dock is broken completely, but... The tentacle is there. So th- think of it like this. The the tentacle, the big bulbous thing is in the middle of the bay. There are docks on either side of it coming into the into the ocean. The tentacles are kind of spokes of the wheel coming out from the bulbous thing. They have smashed the docks, but they connect from the bulbous thing to the land.
1: So I could basically attempt to walk on it if I wanted to get back. I'm trying to decide if Army would attack this big bulbous thing, tentacle creature, or the smaller wriggly ones. I kind of feel like I would attack the big thing. Because that's probably the dumbest thing I could do right now.
0: It's your choice, whatever you want to do.
1: Okay. So, Army would feel, particularly that the fact that Kovar's face was toward me when the hammer was glowing and that I had some sort of uh, premonition about danger, I still feel like Envar and Kovar are guiding me. Like, I, even though my faith in the temple itself may be shaken, my faith in the gods themselves is not. And the fact that Kovar is facing me, that, that's, my mind, that is the gods telling me to fight. So I'm going to heft my hammer. I'm going to run up and I'm going to just try to bring the hammer down as hard as I can on the tentacle that's laying across the now broken uh, dock. All right. So
0: that happens exactly like you've described. You feel much more confident in your action than you have felt in other choices that you have recently been making. As you stride forward gripping your hammer this feels absolutely right and this bolsters your belief that you are being guided by these saints of your faith you rear back with the hammer you bring it forward to strike down and suddenly there is a flash of light coming from the hammer it envelops you and you almost feel like you're lifted off the ground a little bit. And, the, and you, you pull forward with the hammer, driving it down. You see an even brighter flash of light. Brighter almost than daylight. You're, you're squinting against it. And you feel heat coming from uh, the impact of the blow. The blow is so intense. It, it rings like thunder. Dane, on the rooftop, you suddenly see this flare of light, brighter than daylight. You hear a shout that sounds like Army. You recognize her voice, but it takes on this thundering, booming quality. Everyone stops for a split second. They look over. They see Army. You recognize Army clearly, but she is almost... A foot or two off the ground, enveloped in this bright white light, and it's actually a shape around her, almost humanoid, and for a split second, so fast you you almost don't believe it happened, it looks like this shape of light has taken on the visage of Kovar, the Forge father. Before you can even think, there is a thundering crash of impact. You see her arm come down with her new hammer. You hear this smacking impact echoing across all of you on the rooftops. And that flare of light focuses into the strike against this massive tentacle and actually severs it completely. Uh, Dane is shocked at first, but he blinks away at the sudden
2: burst of light and studies the after image painted on his retinas of of Kovar the forge master enveloping his good friend and and uh, striking this holy being and and he is moved.
0: And actually, as you think about this image briefly, you also very quickly realize that in that flash of light, you got a very good look. At this large bulbous shape. It is the exact same coloration and skin pattern as the creature you fought on the beach a few days ago. And you see that the things that are writhing down the tentacles appear to be smaller versions of what you fought. The thing you fought was several times bigger than you. These appear to be... To scale approximately your height, they're smaller, and they're moving really fast. By this point, the dock is swarming with them.
2: Dane um, stares at the hordes of these monsters and the, uh, the the ready response of the dwarven forces, shooting flame and arrow against the uh, countless uh, small creatures. and And the the thought sinks heavily in that that. Uh, Dane is just one man, could do nothing against these hordes of monsters, but against that towering beast, uh, Invar may have chosen me for a purpose. He listens to the, the the whistling sound of the acid as it fills the bay, and remembers his blue skin and his heritage, and decides that uh, this may be his calling. And He takes off his fine clothes, revealing his uh, black action leathers, draws his rapier, and dives into the bay going for an underwater sneak attack against the uh, obviously exposed underwater heart of the giant beast that with one stab will kill it and save the day. Because that's how it works in the novels that Dane reads.
0: Okay, that is wonderfully awesome. You definitely can do that without even rolling for acrobatics or athletics. Go ahead and make an attack roll with advantage because of how cool that was.
2: Uh, Well, apparently it wasn't that cool. I got 13 to hit.
0: That will still connect. This thing is huge. You can't not hit it.
2: Awesome. That's uh, including sneak attack. 18 points of damage from the rapier attack.
0: Okay, so you drive your sword into the soft underbelly of this thing. Uh, As you are underwater, you actually almost have a little bit of a clearer picture of it now the large bulbous shape is the top of this creature from your vantage point you can see five or six spokes almost coming from the center of a wheel of these giant tentacles that are uh, slamming onto the shore underneath the water where you are extending down into the ocean you see a mass of very small tentacles. Uh, In a real-world example, think of a Portuguese man-of-war. Just hundreds of small trailing tentacles that are maybe hundreds of feet long down into the ocean.
2: I say, ah, good, the nadgers, I'll kick them.
0: You swim around them, you don't get tangled in them during your attack, and you just attack straight up into into the fleshy parts of it. Uh, but that's what you're seeing underwater. The monster creature thing reacts. You feel it shudder and, and pull away from your strike, and uh, it makes some commotion in the waves and buffets you back a little bit. But uh, it does not attack you or make it difficult for you to operate in any way. Army on... The, the dock where you are standing, you recover a little bit from this odd happening of light surrounding you. Your uh, Warhammer is hot, but not uncomfortably so. Uh, it makes you feel stronger as you're holding it. Uh, you know something amazing just happened, but you're not sure what. And... You feel very invigorated to continue fighting. You actually see the creature uh, react in pain. Obviously, you just smash through one of its tentacles, but you see a secondary ripple, almost a secondary reaction to an attack. This is the reaction to Dane's attack. You just can't see that at this point. Right. However, you can see the shore. You see these warehouses. You see these hundreds of small swarming creatures on the shore. They are going towards the warehouses. And they are going towards two of the warehouses specifically that have barricaded doors. As they approach these barricades, the doors explode outward, pushing through these barricades... And two dozen firebrands pour out of each building and lay into this crowd. They are wielding axes, hammers, swords, massive weapons. They're all glowing with fire and magic. And they are just a barbarian style swinging into this mass of creatures, cutting huge swaths of them out as they move through them.
1: Do I see any of my sisters
0: among these firebrands? You think you do. It's hard to tell. It's pitch black. Again, you've got this weird kind of almost strobe light effect of magical flaming weapons being your only source of illumination. You know, with the whole dark vision thing, obviously you can see what's going on, but it's black and white. And it, there's just so much chaos, it's really hard to see. But you think you see some of your sisters,
1: all right, do, um, can I still attack the large creature? Like, I know you said I severed the tentacle. Is there still something for me to attack, or should
0: I maybe run to the shore and try to attack the baby thingies? You can do whatever you want. The, the thing is so big that even though you smashed one of these tentacles in half, you can still reach it from where you're standing. Uh, The tentacle did not sink completely into the water, so if you wanted to try to make it towards land, think of it like a stepping stone between the two parts of the broken dock. You'd kind of have to hop across a little bit, but you could make it towards land and these swarms as well. All right, so
1: the fact that my sisters are over there potentially in danger is probably what would distract me from this beast and, and I would sort of unconsciously twist the hammer in my hand once again so now Envar is the one facing outwards who is, again is more more of a protector uh, so then I will basically move over and try to get closer to who I think are my sisters and fight with them
0: Okay, so you are going to have to move uh, across this, this smashed dock uh, the tentacle is still there so you can climb across it you slip a little bit you lose your footing, but you still manage to move towards land.
1: Can I do like a Dukes of Hazard thing where I jump and then sort of scoot across the
0: top of it? Absolutely, because that's cooler. There we go. Uh, a- a- hey, let's say this. So you, you jump across, you slide across this tentacle a little bit, and, and you actually slide into some of these creatures and you kick them as you are landing. Perfect. That's much better. Uh, so you, your boots connect with uh, with some of these things, and you feel a little bit of a crunch under your boots. Uh, you can lay into these creatures as they are fighting. You realize that the firebrands you are coming up next to, now that you can see them, are not your actual siblings. However, they're fighting, you're fighting, they just let you slide in right next to them, and, and you start swinging. Cassander, you are in the warehouse. You hear the sounds of combat. Yes. But no one in the warehouse is moving to attack at this point. Have they moved away from the boxes I'm looking in, though? Or Nope. Nope. Nothing's happened. You're getting the sense that this was almost the rear guard. Okay. I mean, this was the warehouse that had the actually more fortified door.
3: Right. Do I think there's a way without me breaking it open or stealing a crate to figure out what's in these? Or do I think that this is a futile effort in this in this form at this time? In the form you're in now, it would be too difficult to get more knowledge. Then I'm going to exit the warehouse on... On a on a reasonably safe side, if I can to um, assume a more active form because I because I, obviously I'm hearing what's going on, right? I mean, oh absolutely, absolutely. yeah so I, I know something's going on outside and my my nose is twitching, my ears are going and I'm, and I'm thinking I should probably be out there doing something since I really can't figure out what's in these boxes. Obviously, it's somewhat important to someone. And it smells like the ocean, but...
0: Yeah, you absolutely know what battle sounds like, and you hear it, the thick of it, happening outside. You can move around to a side of the warehouse that's not immediately in front of the fight Yeah, and slip out just like you did before, no problem. Yeah,
3: I will do that. And at the... Uh, at... As I get on the outside of the warehouse, can I resume my, my natural form, or is that the end of my turn, just escaping the warehouse?
0: Uh, no, that's fine. Uh, as you exit the warehouse, you can uh, shift back to your natural form. You look around the corner, and your senses are overwhelmed with this fight that I've been describing. You see firebrands on the roofs and on the ground-level fighting this swarm of smaller versions of the thing you fought on the beach, and you see a towering, fleshy mass of a thing in the bay that appears to be cracked halfway open.
3: Okay. Well, I think I should um, draw my uh, spear and try to get up to where I can do some good then. That's what I'm thinking.
0: Okay, so you're going to plunge forward into battle? Yes. Okay, so yeah, you charge forward into battle. The Firebrands have established a a line of combat. They're trying to hold in these creatures from going too far into the mainland, or main island, uh, however you want to call it. Uh, But you can definitely step in and strike down at uh, some of these creatures as they are fighting with the firebrands. Let's go back to Dane underwater. What are you doing? Dane
2: uh, will, rallied by the success of his previous attack, he will continue his merciless assault of the tender nether regions of this uh, lightly tentacled behemoth. That was not so much good of a strike, but luckily, I will, uh, as my bonus action, uh, draw my dagger and stab with it. That was much, much better. Uh, twenty-two uh, is probably enough to hit.
0: What was your attack with the rapier?
2: Oh, uh, eleven.
0: That'll still hit. Really? Yep.
2: This behemoth is amazing, and its complete inability to get out of the way. I guess I shouldn't be surprised. 18 points of damage
0: right to the Tadgers. All right. So you again drive your swords into the underbelly of this thing. And you notice at this point that the tentacles, this, this mass of tentacles underneath, are actually starting to wither and shrivel.
2: That's right you kick it enough in the crotch, the uh, crotch falls off. You get crotch rot that
0: way. And uh, are, are you going to continue to swim underwater there attacking it, or are you going to do anything else?
2: Uh, D- Dane is amphibious and pretty happy. Uh, he feels like he's contributing more in this way than he would in any other way, so he will stay here and continue to attack the horrible monster.
0: Perfect. No problem at all. Let's jump back over to Army. So you were on the shore. Uh, you're in the thick of the fight with the firebrands kind of shoulder to shoulder there for a second. Uh, are you going to just stand there and attack? Or are you going to try to do anything while you're attacking?
1: You know, I don't know that army has a lot of sense when it comes to tactics. You know, she's more of a bruiser. So, you know, if they're, they're in like a shield wall or a phalanx, she's not going to be involved in that. So I think she's just going to try to get more towards the front uh, to draw them towards her and she's just gonna take a swing uh, with her hammer at either this, this one of them twice or two different ones I can actually do two attacks in a turn now and then basically if that kills them that might change what I do after the fact if I'm if I'm still fighting the same one then I might change my tactics a little bit uh,
0: go ahead and give me your attack rolls uh, just to see if they are successful or not
1: all right, that will be a 6 and a 19.
0: All right, the first one would not connect, but the second one would. Uh, from what you're describing, I kind of see RME just trying to push through the mass, taking a swing at whatever's closest to her.
1: Yes, yeah, there's not a whole lot of tactics going on. It's just not like surgical strikes. She's
0: just swinging her hammer really hard and Hoping that she hits something in front of her. Right. So the first time you feel that solid connection, the creature just kind of moves out of the way. It's more of a glancing blow. But the second time, you feel the crunch of bone and flesh, and the creature drops dead in front of you. Excellent. As you are moving through the crowd, swinging back and forth, you see the firebrands trying to essentially box in these creatures in the open area of the docks but there's so many of them that there are lots of holes in the line that they are trying to form and even though Army might not be tactically minded she can see that these tentacle creatures are breaking through the line and going towards the town itself and we'll jump over to Cassander.
3: Okay, so Cassander has uh, gotten into the thick of the fighting, the smaller critters. I guess that's where I'm at. Yep, definitely. Uh, he is going to, going to cast a Shillelagh on the, um, the wooden part of his staff and go uh, ham on these little critters.
0: Okay, go for it. So... Uh, You you use your magic to to strengthen your your chosen weapon, Mm -hmm. and you're just wading into the crowd, right? Yep. That is
3: a 16.
0: Yeah, that'll connect, no problem.
3: Okay, great. And this is a
0: magical damage, because, you know, magic. Druid magic. You know, without even having to worry about it, when you connect, you absolutely smash through the thing you are fighting. Okay, cool. And just like I described for Michael, you can see that the firebrands are trying, at this point unsuccessfully, to box in these creatures. Where you are standing, the line is pretty solid. They're not getting past you. But further ahead of you, which is more towards the center of town, they are definitely cutting through.
3: I would like to try to head towards that.
0: Okay, so with your next action, we can uh, talk about moving through the crowd. Yes. Perfect. Going back to Dane here, you are still underwater. You are still swimming around, stabbing at the beastie, yes?
2: Uh, yes. I'm, I'm going to take uh, at least one more stab and, and, well, let's see. I, I guess I'll use at least the first part of my action to try and look around and see if there's an even more sensitive bit. We're kind of... Low on time, and my only hope that killing this thing will somehow psychically affect all the other smaller things and stop them from destroying our town and killing everyone I love uh is is to kill this thing really really quick like i I really have to find like it's you know take its energy on or or you know crush its like pull out its soul or or you know, cut off its psychic nerve or, or whatever that uh, that clinch move is that'll save the day. So, uh, is, is there anything that looks way more important than just a tentacle around here on the underside? You know, why don't you give me a quick perception check? Why didn't I get training in perception?
0: Oh, that's still an unnatural 20. No problem at all. You are looking through the water. You're trying to identify... A more vulnerable point to attack. You can't really tell based on the physiological nature of this creature if something is softer or squishier than another. However, you notice out of the corner of your eye that there is something else under the water with you. You see movement basically at the edge of your area of clear vision. It definitely looks like another person, another humanoid figure swimming in the water.
2: The mermaids have come to help us, finally! I should direct them toward the, uh, the crotch tentacles here. And so I swim that way to find the mermaid to, to
0: rally their forces to our cause. Okay, as you get over there, what you see is a version of the creature you fought at the beach. Only instead of his lower half ending in a giant long tentacle, it ends in human legs. Worst mermaid ever. (laughs) Uh, This thing is basically treading water underneath the water like you are. It's probably taller than you by a little bit. It's hard to tell because you're swimming, uh, but he definitely seems bigger than you. Is, is it a he? Or is it wearing pants? Can I tell? You know, there are no visible signs of gender or genitalia. Uh, but it appears to be a a naked body covered in scales. Uh, it's got that same wide uh, reptilian head with the four eyes. Uh, like the thing you fought. Uh, in one of Its hands, it is holding an orb, and this orb is flashing with light. This is actually what caught your eye as you were looking around. With its other hand, it is reaching out, kind of pointing at the creature you were just stabbing, as if it's directing it.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is way more vulnerable than the tachers of that giant horrible thing. Uh, All right. Being that Dane is a man of action and prefers to act first and ask questions later, he's going to swim up to that being,
0: stab it in the face, and then scream,
2: why, after he's stabbed it.
0: Which just sounds more like, because you're underwater.
2: I'm amphibious. So is he. I, I assume we can have a perfectly English conversation down here. Doesn't, isn't that what that means?
0: Let's say yes. Does he speak thieves can't?
2: I got a 20 to hit. Unnatural.
0: You absolutely connect
2: die horrible thing or at least disrupt your spell that's crooked. 20 on the damage
0: and you were attacking with your rapier right yes great you uh
2: you're gonna kill
0: it you're gonna kill this thing so you tell me how you kill it by stabbing (laughs) it in the face
2: i think i i uh i I miss the face because uh you know Uh, The the, the face was surprised to see me uh, swim around, and and so it jerked around to to, to stare at me. And instead, I stab it right through the throat. And um, so my my, uh, rapier penetrates in, and it kind of gurgles in uh, water, not as well through the gills or whatever, how the the aquatic throat works. And and then I'm screaming, why? And the being chokes a little bit on uh, water somehow, not being able to speak. Under water somehow and then dies without being able to explain why
0: and as this happens the water around you fills with that thick disgusting black ichor that you've Ew. been seeing this whole time it it oozes out of the wound much slower than blood or another similar liquid would escape into a body of water
2: Ew. I uh, pocket the orb
0: before it gets all that ooey
2: gooey stuff on
0: it. Sure, yeah, that's absolutely fair. As you kill this thing, you feel a pulse in the water, like a, like a shockwave. Kind of pulse out from this creature you just killed. And you don't so much hear, but you feel a groan coming from the large, bulbous thing that you were stabbing moments ago. And you feel another pulse of, of, uh, of the water coming from the other direction as the thing starts to sink a little bit into the ocean. So you feel the disruption under the water as it's uh, dispersing more, as it's sinking. Army. You are in the thick of the fight. You're swinging your warhammer back and forth, connecting occasionally, killing things with every solid blow. Suddenly, you hear an audible groan. Not a thunder, but a very low, almost sub-audio. You feel the vibration more than you hear it. And you look over your shoulder this thing is sinking into the ocean. And the small creatures that you've been fighting actually let out uh, a high-pitched hissing wail of maybe pain, maybe sorrow, maybe anger. You don't know, but they're definitely reacting to what you see happening.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that ARMY would, uh, would really focus on that or pay a lot of attention to it, but if uh, if the creatures seem to lose their attention, I would just take that opportunity to try to get a couple extra hits in.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that, that makes perfect sense. You can definitely take advantage of that and connect with more attacks without any problem.
1: Okay, I, I rolled very well on both attacks so i'm sure they would they would hit so
0: and you would have advantage anyway for their distraction so
1: so i'd like go i'd spin low and like take the legs out from under one of them and then come around and just smash its head into goop
0: yeah that's that's great at, the the firebrands actually stop fighting for a second because they look back at this giant event that's happening they're paying a little bit more attention to it than you are Amateurs. Amateurs. <laughs> so yeah, you're laying into the fight while they're distracted a little bit. Cassander, you see the same thing happening. You see the reaction. You immediately connect the noise that these smaller creatures are making to anger and not any other emotion or reaction. Okay. You also see that while the smaller creatures react to this event... They are not stopping their momentum towards the town or their regular attacks. This is not stopping them from fighting.
2: Well, there goes everybody we love.
3: Mm. Think quick, professor. Save the town. Save us all. Can I equate this to anything I may have learned through my studies of other creatures? Like some sort of hive mind um,
0: being, perhaps? Why don't you give me a knowledge nature? That's a 17. Okay, so from your experience and your few moments of observation here Mm -hmm. with this attack, it does not appear to you that these creatures are operating with any sort of shared impulse or instinct. You very clearly identify a predator nature of them, and you clearly identify not just animal instinct but some sort of intelligence Hmm. you you do not feel that these are just creatures wildly attacking you feel that this is violence with a purpose
3: okay so yeah all right so it's a it's not a an animal it's actually more like a, a sentience of sorts
0: that makes sense to you in the heat of the moment. Yeah. And uh, for both army and Cassander, as you guys are experiencing these events, you hear a, a little bit of a cry of celebration from some of the firebrands that see the large thing in the bay starting to sink. But you also hear a cry of alarm that the creatures are approaching the town itself. And at this point, you will hear a uh, a warning bell ring out in the town, the the town's alarm system, so to speak. I think at this point,
3: uh, Cassander would try to uh, rally the people around him and and kind of realize that this isn't this isn't a creature attack; it's a attack of a um, of an enemy, and we need to show force. So we need to batten down the hatches and and really do the work of Invar and Kovar and get get these people out and get these creatures either
0: running or dead. This isn't just a uh, a uh, uh, a whale washing up on shore. So how would you like to attempt to rally the troops here?
3: Um, Besides the great speech I just said?
0: Uh, Are you trying to give them a morale boost? Are you trying to share your wisdom with them to give them tactical advice what's what's the motivation behind your intent
3: I'm trying to give them a morale boost with the use of the wisdom I believe I've learned from my observations because I feel like the terror of the situation is having them falter in this time of extraneous circumstances
0: Okay, so this feels to me like uh, a bit of a persuasion check, but with intelligence instead of charisma.
3: All right, so
0: that would be an 18. Okay, so Cassander, you don't try to give them a lecture, but you very clearly and precisely explain what's happening in your understanding of it. Mm -hmm. And they take your words and run with it. Right. So... The firebrands that are around you actually kind of form up ranks and start pushing forward through uh, the bodies that are laying slaughtered on the ground. And this little group is running more towards the town itself. Army, you see Cassander actually running through the fight now with a few firebrands into this group. And you see more firebrands now moving inland towards the town.
1: Yeah, I think Army probably has the bloodlust up. Uh, I'm still kind of looking for my sisters. I want them to be safe. There's children in the temple. So I probably would give like a a glance toward the now gaping doors to the warehouse, but then I will turn and run after the creatures heading towards town.
0: And that is actually what most of the firebrands are doing as well.
1: We'll leave Dane to be the one left behind that actually has to do something smart here.
0: And let's go back to Dane here. So you are still underwater. This monster thing is sinking, as is the body of the creature you just killed. Dane saved the day. He killed the horrible monster. He killed the
2: the anti-mermaid that was leading the horrible monster. I'm going to swim to shore and claim my parade.
0: Alright, so Dane, you climb up on the shore, shake the water off. You are met with a scene of slaughter and destruction. Oh. The docks are destroyed. The giant. A few of the tentacles are still lying across some of the wreckage. Uh, the warehouses have suffered structural damage. There are dozens of bodies of these small versions of the thing you fought over on the beach lying slaughtered and smashed. There are also some bodies of dead dwarves and firebrands mixed in. Some of them are injured. Uh, You see a fairly large group of firebrands running inland, chasing down more of these tentacle creatures you catch a quick glimpse of both army and Cassander running with them. Well, shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, I guess
2: since nobody's going to listen to or believe his tale of killing an anti-mermaid and saving the day, especially since the day is not saved, um, uh, his immediate thought is for the concern of his very pregnant fiance, uh, obviously, but, um, if everybody's already, uh, a ways up to the town going that way, it, 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 stands to reason that I should at least take a peek around here and make sure things are okay here before I rush to the aid of my soon-to-be-bride. So I, I poke around, is there any immediate, is, is, uh, is, is it clear that the creature's predominant or only goal is town to me? Or do I feel like they have any secondary motivations or other issues going on in their horrible, needly little creature appendages? That they call brains, I assume, in their fish language. Well,
0: from what you can see now, it looks like their initial strike was against the warehouses. But then you can clearly see that when the firebrands sprung the trap and attacked them, they started moving inward instead of having a fight right there.
2: Yep. So town it is. I uh, buckle my swash up and and sprint uh, as fast as my little legs will carry me to uh, my beloved, betrothed, and our soon to be little blue bun in the oven. Are
0: you are you running straight towards the Copperfeet Estate? Damn right. Okay. So you f- all follow the same path into town. Aramie and Cassander, you are. Not at the head of the crowd of Firebrands, but you're in that crowd, that first mass running towards. There are small little skirmishes with some of the tentacle creatures, but in general, you're chasing them. Yeah. Dane, you are 30 seconds behind them because they were running towards them. You jumped out of the water, took a glance around, assessed the situation, dashed off in the same direction however the road splits and there is a path that normally goes towards where tilly lives with the Copperfeet's, and there is the main path that goes towards the middle of town they all go towards the middle of town you take the path off towards tilly's house uh the path you are on dane goes up a hill so you're going up an incline This is a path you've taken many times. It's not unfamiliar to you. You're running not through the town itself, but kind of the suburbs, if you want to think of it that way. More residential housing, nicer. It's the countryside
2: where people would have an estate rather than just an apartment or a bungalow like some of us poor, not really working class, but kept single dwarves.
0: Yes, absolutely. So you're running not through forests, but... Not through farmland, so maintained and kept landscapes and big estate houses. You're running up a hill. You're not in the mountain in the center, or not the center, but the north side of town. uh, Kind of the foothills though. You're climbing this hill. You round the corner. The town isn't really spread out beneath you, but you have a good vantage point on the town itself. And you see that the town is pretty much under siege. you see destruction and fighting actually coming from both the west towards that from that small beach where you guys fought before and from the south south you also see ahead of you that the copperfeet estate is on fire
2: what? Uh, yeah, 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 there's there's nothing but the pitter-patter of lightning-quick blue feet as I, uh, am a blur against the the landscape zipping in toward Tilly
3: and safety. This is only the second fastest Dane has ever moved. The first fastest was when he found out that there was free beer at the Sphinx.
0: (laughs) I still remember that, man, that was a weird,
1: crazy (laughs) night.
0: All right, so you run into the burning building. It's not engulfed in fire. You're not running into an inferno, but the house is on fire. You you run through the front gate. You see that it's been smashed down. You can see not footprints, but tentacle prints in the dirt. Uh, you run into the house. You see smashed door, smashed windows, smashed tables. There was definitely a struggle, but there's no one in the house.
2: What? What? If only I were an animal, I could psychically communicate with my druid ranger friend to <laughs> to, to come and, and, and find Tilly, use, use his excellent ranger-like druid tracking powers. If only.
0: And, okay, alright. Why don't you give me a perception check with disadvantage because you're worried about your fiancé?
2: Not worried. Petrified. Panicked. And uh, I rolled pretty fucking good, actually, fifteen and nineteen. <laughs> so uh, that's fifteen plus two it was seventeen
0: total. All right. So even with the terror filling you, your eyes are sharp enough. Your wits are about you enough to see that there's no blood, there's no black ichor, there's no signs of death, there's no dead bodies. What you do see is that. Out of the back of the house, there are more of those tentacle tracks, and there are also clear signs of people being dragged through the dirt.
2: Tilly browbeat them into leaving her alive and taking her with them. I knew she'd have the internal strength
0: for this. (laughs) You see at least three trails. You immediately think Tilly and her parents. My god. They might actually
2: forgive me for being a disgusting, horrible human being if I save their lives. I uh bound off after them. Well, uh, um, I leave a note.
1: Always leave a
2: note. Mm-hmm. Dear Arami, plus Cassandra, misspelled. I went woods. Get Tilly. Plus parents love me. Signed.
3: Dane. (laughs) S. A tentacle bursts from his chest because there was a monster that snuck up behind him (laughs) while he was writing this with his tongue sticking out of his mouth.
2: Hey, a refined gentleman needs a refined hand at calligraphy, and refined calligraphy cannot be rushed. (laughs) There are some things you do
0: not do, good sir. And that is rush your penmanship. Did you sit down and break out, break out your, your quill and ink and, and fancy parchment? I didn't have a ballpoint handy.
2: Damn right. <laughs> From the desk of Dane Seaborn, right? Did an ink stain, right? Dictated, but not read. ring. <laughs> All right. So I leave that on the
0: door, and then I bolt immediately uh, into the woods. Okay. So it is not even a problem to follow these tracks they they're not hidden or stealthy in any way. You're running through the woods and you realize that you are running north through the woods past the temple towards the mountain and a particular cave that I remember really well, and a very particular cave. All right, so let's go back to Arami and Cassandra for a moment. Uh, you are running with the crowd, the team of firebrands. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the group of tentacle creatures that you were chasing is very clearly going towards town itself. Uh, but as you guys are running, the firebrands are kind of thinning them out. Uh, they're, they're taking shots with their bows. They're killing some of them as they run. Some that are just wounding to slow them down and then killing as they run past them. You guys get into town in the area in front of the Sleeping Sphinx. And at this point, you can see that the town itself has already been under an attack. It's very clearly there were more creatures fighting. You hear more combat at this point. the The creatures are... Running in front of you, the ones that are left, uh, they kind of spread out a little bit. You hear combat. You hear cries. You see damage. You see fire. So the entire town is under siege at this point.
1: Okay. Those slimy bastards.
0: Uh, The firebrand's with you. They don't care about you. They're they're military trained. They immediately spread out information going through the town. They're in pure combat mode. A couple of the tentacle creatures are around you. A couple firebrands are there fighting with them. No one's paying any attention or giving you guys any commands or anything. So kind of the two of you are just there to make a decision.
1: I would look over to the Sphinx because I assume that's
0: where Dane's at. The Sphinx is locked down. You see the doors are shut. The windows are barred. It is not damaged in any way. Hmm. That's interesting. So
1: I'll beat on the doors of the Sphinx. Dane! Dane, are you in there?
0: Above you, one of the windows uh, is thrust open. And Captain Gurmudgeon leans out. Captain, is Dane in there? No, he's not but none of those creatures are either. I think they're in town. So so you guys are okay? Oh, yeah, we're totally fine. Are Are any of my sisters in there with you? No, no, they're, they're all fighting with the rest of everybody. Okay, well,
1: close the door, lock it, and be safe. That's what I was doing before you bothered me. <laughs> Hopefully no one sets fire to this place from the outside and kills you all, and then I'll rush further into the town. Once the army says,
3: are my sisters in there, Cassander will... Cock his head to the side and then say, "Tilly, Dane went to Tilly.
1: Army, we gotta go. I will follow.
0: Okay, yeah. So you guys run through, back through the town, through the the nicer estate area. You get to Army's home and you see that it is on fire and that there's very clear signs of a fight. Wait, wait. My home." Your are okay, I'm sorry, your family's home. Oh,
1: okay. Because if my house is burned down, there's going to be shit to pay. No, no, no. Th- this this is the Copperfeet
2: estate. Th- this is the house you got kicked out of. Don't, don't confuse it with the house you
0: stole from a dead guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are very different Yeah, houses. your stolen
3: apartment is on fire, don't worry.
0: You, you still <laughs> okay. know this is your family home, though. You still know that your sisters grew up there, yeah. your mother and father live there, your brother lives there drogan tilly and i will rush into the flames at this point the flames are again they're not engulfing the house they're kind of dying down a little bit it's kind of like the uh some of the outlying buildings or the kitchen door got set on fire it's not you're not running into a burning house but there is fire there so army you rush in cassandra you're following her at this point she's charged ahead of you You see Dane's note.
3: Went to the blah, blah, blah. Signed me. Love, Dane.
0: Uh, Okay, we gotta go. He's not here. They're not here. All right, so after reading the note, you can follow the trail out of the house. Mm -hmm. And you very quickly find yourself on the path to the north, through the woods past the temple towards the mountain with a sudden terrible instinct you know exactly where you are running towards agreed you burst out of the woods into a small clearing you are standing in front of a cave as is dane
3: oh uh, hey guys uh look look where we ended up again Hey, You know, I was hoping this place would disappear like that damn island. Yeah, that would be nice. Well,
2: I guess there's only one way through this hellscape, and that's through saving Tilly, and also your parents, I guess.
1: Wait, my parents are in there?
2: Oh, right. Uh, sorry. There was there was uh, I only had 20 minutes or so. I couldn't put the full details in the note. Huh. You we had 140 yeah. characters. It
1: was a tweet, really. <laughs> Mhm. Alright well Army would push past them And rush in Because we all know they're going to mm-hmm. follow me anyways That's all the Dane was waiting on Basically bag of hit points with uh, finally an AC
3: Hey I don't think he was waiting so much as he had Reservations about entering And we happened to catch up
0: You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media such as Facebook and Google Plus at vrpgacademy. But Twitter
1: is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co host, The Caleb G,
0: at The Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co host, Michael, at The RPG Academy. Thanks for listening, and as always,
1: if you're having fun,